0: Giants win. win. Giants win.
1: Big W. Big W. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the blue versus green show. What's going on? I am Jose. I am joined this week by Gabe. Say what's up, Gabe. What up, man? Walt is off this week. Um and let's just get right into it. As Gabe has let y'all know at the top of the hour, uh the, whoa, whoa, the Giants whoa, had whoa. a big win. The Giants had a big win. Wait, 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 this wait. This week.
0: Wait. Before we get into it, don't forget to like, rate, share, subscribe. Don't forget to do that also. Thank you for coming back. Make sure you hit that notify button to make sure that you're up on the latest episode. Uh, And if it's your first time, thank you. Uh, Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well. Back to you, Jose. Thanks for joining us, y'all. Thanks for joining us, y'all. As uh, Gabe said at the
1: top of the hour, the Giants had a big win this week. Uh, It's your first win after an unfortunate three-game losing streak. And you got it against your division rival the commanders to drop them to 3 and 4 I believe and uh yeah I believe so they came in 3 and 3 so yeah and bring yourselves all uh back up to 2 and 5 if I'm not yeah, mistaken yeah we, right we just need to we just need to win 10 more games and we're in yeah I'm just trying to figure out my numbers right now because I talked about this earlier in the week it was going to be a really important game to win uh y'all came in I think 3 point or the the commanders were three-point favorites, actually, which is uh, kind of a slap in the face because usually the home team gets the, favor- the favorite if uh, the game is close. And it was a uh, over-under of 37. So y'all won that game and covered that game. It was a great game. Um, the first half was really exciting. The defense was amazing in the first half with uh, all the wonderful key takeaways. Uh, Tyrod did well. Barkley is back. I mean the man they, was they showing full was. speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they held it together in the second half. I think it was a little slower and, and it and together, already. and y'all y'all won the game. So it was really exciting. It was a fun game. It was a low scoring affair as I kind of expected it to be, but it was a 14 7 win for the for the Giants. And yeah, that that's my impression of how the game was, real
0: quick. What do you think of that game, Gabe? Um, so me personally, I think that this was a, a, a kind of an important game, um, primarily because oh, yeah. of some of the changes that happened this week. So we had Barkley last week, uh, come back. So this is a second week after, after coming back from the, uh, the little injury stint, but it's not that, that in my opinion was important. My, what was important was the change in the coaching, um, and the direct result of the, uh, that change, um, we heard just before, uh, just before the game, we heard that Dable ended up taking over all of the offensive coaching in practice this entire week, um, directly with the O line, directly with uh, secondary, uh, with backups, directly with play calling, everything. So it was interesting to know to see how that would affect the game. And we did see uh, Dable uh, coaching. It looked like it was more of a a, a coach between Kafka and Dable combined. Maybe Kafka giving the options to Dable, and Dable making the the final call on some of these decisions. But I thought that it was, I think that it was night and day uh, between the teams um, that played even just last week on the offensive side versus uh, how they played this week. And and the, the common denominator there is the coaching. Um, I, I did think that we were very close to just throwing away this, this game. The second half, I don't know what happened in the second half, um, but but we'll get into that uh, specifically in my thoughts on why I think that it went that way. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing, is there a quarterback controversy here? No, I don't think there's a quarterback controversy over here, despite what some people are already saying, namely Boomer going out there and already at halftime saying that there's a con- quarterback controversy uh, in New York. So um th- those are just my thoughts why don't get right into the game and, and what you thought about like the offense defense uh special teams uh they're <laughs> real special today and that's for sure well let's address uh, the quarterback yeah.
1: controversy first I guess right like let's get right into the the tie rod versus DJ controversy and like
0: should well, I be controversial you know, you think, you think, let, let me stretch this, you this
1: out think, do you think there's a quarterback controversy I was gonna say, should I stretch out my opinion about about that into a like a, a sort of long well, drawn I mean, out I, tirade? No, like what what, to, what are like, your thoughts on
0: that? Do, do, do you think there's a QB controversy looming in New York, or that or rather here already? All right, I'll be kind. I don't
1: think so. No, I, I'll be kind by by I, and the way I way I'm saying I'll be kind I'll be is kind not straight up. Well, hold on, listen. I'm not saying I'm gonna be kind because I'm I'm trying to be kind to Daniel Jones. I'll be kind in that. I'm just gonna get it out of the way and say. There's not a controversy there, really. There is a difference in play between how Daniel Jones played last year early on and how he's played early on this year. Even in the first couple of games, he was under assault in the first game. Mm -hmm. Had Barkley for the first three games. The defense wasn't there. The offensive line is playing better as of late, and we're going to get into all of that. But... There, there were a couple of things in his decision-making that weren't as sharp as they were last year, and some of that may have to do with the coaching because there, there were some great calls, I think, on offense today. You saw them open it up a little bit more and try to test the defense, although it was the commanders, so you would hope that they would try to test that defense. So they're, they're not that bad of a defense this year. Um, I don't think that there's a controversy, really, with Tyrod versus DJ. I do think that DJ is not in a good place right now I do think that for the money that he got and for the expectation, he's not quite living up to it yet. But we're going to see what happens when he returns. I mean, he's injured. He should be back in a couple of weeks. I think they said three weeks uh, or two more weeks from now. He's not going to play against the Jets next week. So that confirmed? More from him. What's that? Is that confirmed? I don't think that that's confirmed yet. But we're going to see him this season, obviously. right? We're going to see him again at some point. Day Bowl is not going to decide to keep Tyrod in the game, even though Tyrod has played well. The, the controversy, quote unquote, is made a little bit more of a controversy only because the defense played so well and got Tyrod a couple of great takeaways that allowed him to get some of those scores and a great run and catch uh, from Barkley to get him one of the other scores. So it's not like Tyrod is doing everything.
0: Some yeah, there. I mean, okay. I think that the controversy idea comes from the fact that like you're already seeing graphs of people comparing Tyrod's performance in two games versus DJ's performance in five games, mm-hmm. um, or four games rather. Um, and I, I, I still think that there's non-controversy. I think it's stupid to make those comparisons because there's a lot of context that that, that needs that 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 needs to be brought into it as well. So, um, yeah. There's there's not a controversy I think. I don't think the way, that's
1: something we have to stretch out, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, the way it, 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 well, this is the thing. The, the a lot of people will see the controversy because they're only going to look at the stat lines and I tell you personally all the time that stats are important, but they don't tell the whole picture and context is the most important. Let's let's first let's take a look at timing, right? DJ's first uh four games were against I think it was ranked number 1 hardest schedule of the season. You know? Um he first had a, it's really such a game. gauntlet in his first four games, more so than the Jets like and that. Zach Wilson, I think, in my opinion, just because of who we were playing back to back to back to back. You know, even though we we, we were able to squeak out that Cardinals games, that Cardinal game, every other game was just a, a a terrible gauntlet. Tyrod happens to be picking up in the softest part of the season, as far as the schedule goes. So he's kind of lucky to not have to face the Cowboys. Um, and, and I, the schedule is escaping my mind right now, but he has the luxury of not having to face the toughest part of the schedule.
1: That's yeah, the Cowboys, one. the Cardinals, right? Yeah. The Cowboys, the Cardinals, the Niners, the Seahawks, the, the Dolphins. And then last week the, the bills.
0: Yeah. That, right. Which you all went through. Right. So then the second thing is that win against the Bills, uh, the lost that felt like a win against the Bills. Right. We mm-hmm. by all means, we should have won that game. I think that that game offensive touchdown from us There's no thing. question about that. Mm-hmm. But the Bills are not who you who everybody thinks they are. They just got beat by arguably the worst quarterback in the league right now in New England. OK, Mac Jones and the Patriots. Didn't Mac win Jones game and the today. Patriots. And it wasn't it wasn't like just a squig by wing they scored what like like three touchdowns four touchdowns
1: three no, touchdowns. They, they ended up making it close i think the final score ended I mean, up being time. if uh let me just make sure that i can i get this correct here final score ended up being 29 25 but at the same right. time you shouldn't this is this is this, patriots. Is,
0: this is mac we joe lost to the, patriots and, the but. patriots and putting that right next to tyrod taylor Kind of diminishes Tyrod Taylor's performance last week because now we're showing okay, the Bills were not that great, you know. And and this is what I've been saying all along that I don't think that the Bills are as great as people think that they are. I, I think that Josh Allen is an amazing quarterback. I don't think that he's that great of a quarterback where he can take a bad team and make them great. He's not Mahomes. Um uh as much as people might want to put him in that same like top three, I don't think that he's top three in my he's opinion. He's top, top five, five, sure, but not top three. Just, i don't you think you that think he's top of Mahomes. let me just put it that way no i don't like think so a lot of you, people think he, you think you think he's Patterson. top five you said right i think like, he's definitely top five i don't think that he's top three though i like uh, again a lot of people make him compare him to mahomes um and and i don't see it and they compare him not in the sense of, of how they play but in how he has an effect on the team if if that was the case the game would have won the game against the jets he wouldn't have made the game against the giants that close and he absolutely would not have lost against the patriots you know, um, so so, so there's that. So all these things kind of padded up for me a little bit, and and to me, this is why there is no controversy because I think that DJ, if DJ had the 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 protection that Tyrod is getting, right? Like the O line is starting to learn their lessons. The defensive turnovers that that we're that we're getting. The defensive play. I mean, we had five sacks today, in 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 the entire season we had five total sacks. Today we had what more than five sacks? I think it was six okay in the one game where was that defense all season long you know to give dj more opportunities to win where was where and and where was the play calling i think that that was the biggest issue here is that not issue but the biggest difference maker here is that they will take over the play calling the play calling was much better even just from a week ago so you had tyron last week i thought the play calling was okay not great um, very, very basic last week. This week it was, it was, it was fun, it was different, it was very confusing at times. Um, and 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 there was a lot of trust in the play calling because they trusted Jalen Hyatt a lot. You know, they 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 pointed to him. You could see that these plays were designed to be specifically for Hyatt and no one else. Um, and it would have been nice to have seen that a little bit earlier in the play calling. Um, so I think if DJ had all that, the O-line protection, you know, weapons, defense, and the coaching coaching him up or coaching the team up they we would have had a much better record and you know the other thing too is we, we we bolster our offensive line this week again you know this week we uh we solidified pew as in in the in the position left tackle not a, not a practice um, squad player you actually signed him mm-hmm. yeah we actually signed him and this week i forgot what were the other two replacements again this is the sixth game of the season this is the sixth starting offensive line that we've had Most of the NFL. Um, you know, as far as variation goes. And I think that this offensive line is actually the one that that's getting it together and getting it done. Um, but yeah, if DJ had all that, can we say that he would have still had just as bad of a performance, just as bad of a record as he has now?
1: I don't think so. So you think like uh benching Evan Neal, he's injured, right? And uh and, and Duku, I believe is his name, number seventy-five. Yeah. Um, also injured. Those are those are two things that have made the offensive line better.
0: So, okay. Well, I think that what, what what happened is that those injuries have forced the Giants to look elsewhere for more talent. Look for the depth that they should have had. You know, so they were forced to find depth. I wanna and, uh, I wanna take a
1: good look at this week um, at the the film for the offensive line, because I'm not as as well-versed as Walt would be in like looking at offensive line scheming. Yeah. I want to see if any of that play calling changed as well or if that stayed the same. And just these, these bodies on the offensive line are actually what's making the difference because it will be interesting to see what's changed well, there for sure.
0: Well, I think that the, uh, the 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 other big difference is is, is having Waller and Barkley on the uh on on the field at the same time, you know, or not even at the same time. I call I call Waller an X factor. Utilizing
1: Waller I more, I think, is one of the big things. Well, yeah, was but not I think utilized early on Waller X factor, I think. Go ahead. Yeah. No,
0: so uh, again, I call Waller an X factor because he, you know, you don't know if he's going to receive it or, or if he's a. You, you don't know if he's going to go for like a long shot reception, if it's going to be a short, low slant route, or if he's even just there as a decoy. Right. But he's not the only X factor. So is Barkley. As soon as Barkley's on the field. Now the defense is thinking like, is it a pass is it a run? Do we have to worry about Barkley? You know what I mean? If it's gray or if it's Brightwell, who unfortunately is out as well. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the injury report on that. And we'll see how long it'll take for him to get back on the field. Um, but uh, if it's any other rusher, I don't think the defense, I don't think defenses worry too much about other rushes, but when Barkley's on the field, he makes defense a second guess, so he's another X factor. Now you have Waller and Barkley on the field at the same time; it just really confuses defenses. They don't, they, they, they kind of getting stuck in their their place. They play a lot of zone when that happens, and you're gonna see Hyatt making a long run to catch or Waller opening up really, really easy. It would be and Robinson as well got some work too. And I think that it's a it's these couple of X factor players that we have on the team that we're actually being able to that are actually being utilized and Barkley being healthy enough to even be on the field, just to change the look that we're getting from the defenses. Um, Well, I want to see. all things
1: that I wish DJ would have. I want to see later in the season what happens when you all play Dallas again, because you had all those things in week one. You had Barkley until week three. The one thing, like I said, that's really, that really, well, not the one thing that's made a difference, but the one thing that that decision-wise that DJ wasn't really leaning on enough was Waller early in the season because he was not targeted. It wasn't even a situation where like he was being missed. He wasn't targeted very much in the first three games. That was yeah, a missed no, opportunity. Was. Maybe it was just him getting used to the offense also because he is a new player. But I would be interested to see, hopefully DJ will be on the field for the next game against Dallas, which comes in week 10. Uh, hopefully right. will be back on the field by then. We think he'll be back on the field by then. And he right. should and have all those same yeah, right. weapons with a couple of differences on
0: the offensive line and probably in the play calling like we like we noted. Yeah, I mean, I think that the biggest difference there is that you know, week one is still preseason. I, we we I think we can all agree that the first first two three games are still it's kind of preseason game, because you know these teams have show have out a lot more. Need enough with each other to gel with each other and to kind of learn their cadences, um, figure out how <laughs> how how to play well with each other and all that. Um, you know, practice is one thing, performing on the field is another. So I, I chalk up that first game just like everyone does. Everyone just kind of throws that one out because everything, everything went wrong and everything's been going wrong for the Giants being kind of excuse it in that first game because we did have all our players, but what we didn't have was synergy. And what we didn't have was um, we, it was a very uncomfortable game. I mean, the weather conditions, just everything about that first game was horrendous. Um it will be nice to see in week 10 after we've gelled, after we've kind of settled down and settled in, um, how we perform. You know, maybe I'll end up eating my words, but I think that if we have an O line that's a little bit more settled in, a defense that can actually give us more opportunities, that can get some takeaways, that can put some stops so that the game doesn't get so far away from us that our play calling and our offensive play gets gets uh, impacted because now if we're down 24 points to zero now it's like okay run this little run this little short pass isn't going to work we got to put points on the board they're going to take bigger chances um if we can get a little bit of that that uh that that help from the defense i think that we're going to do a whole lot better and i think dj is going to do a whole lot better so again i hope i'm not eating my words here but i do think that you put dj in the same spot that tyrod is right now that you'll see a much better performance
1: Well, the Cowboys sit at 4-2 right now, so they're having their own struggles. They have a couple of injuries that they're working with. Uh, They got their asses completely handed to them by the 49ers. It was, I believe, a couple of weeks ago, right? Um, Right. So they sit at 4-2. The division, you have the Eagles that's on top at 5-1. But one thing that I think has been, at least for me, and you can say if you disagree, obviously, the biggest turnaround for this Giants team, not just in basics, and I want to like give a mention to that also because it's something that i meant talked about a couple of weeks ago but the defense has been fantastic over the last couple of weeks so it was boba fett with his <laughs>
0: missile missiles on on his uh like his like knee. like boba fett rising from the sarlacc pit the defense has somehow re- resuscitated and come back alive the last I hope it doesn't weeks, end out eating. like I show. think two weeks ago we started seeing some flashes of really good defensive play. last week was an amazing defensive and I think it's what kept us in the game with the bills. But man today we last really was really, take away, really woke up really woke up. but keep in mind that a lot of all the stuff, all the praises that we're getting that we're giving the Giants right now, especially the defense, it all happened in the first half.
1: It actually happened in the, in the first half today. the The second half, their defense wasn't that bad, honestly. So Not I don't that bad, but I think that they, like the about that. quarter,
0: they came out of the half a little bit sleeping. I think everybody, like the whole Giants team, came out of the half a little bit sleeping. But The fourth quarter, they kind of picked themselves back up and started kind of like you know making some stops and 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 putting a lot more pressure on Sam. But yeah, the Giants the got the ball phenomenal today. First coming out of the half, right? Yeah,
1: they got the ball first. They they had that like little mini one and a half, like what two. One first down drive, and then that's when the the, the Commanders, the Cardinals, started driving on the field like early in the third quarter and actually started putting some things together because Sam Howell was having trouble. Again, you, you talked about how uh, they had a lot of sacks this game in comparison to what they had all season. They had five sacks this, se- uh, this season. They had six sacks on Howell today. Right, exactly. Uh, Last week, they had a lot of takeaways in terms of interceptions. This week, that kind of continued as well. Banks had an interception uh they had a lot of key takeaways that actually led to tyrod getting you know short fields in order to get the touchdowns that he got this week he did have 279 yards i think in the air which was a solid performance he kept the ball yeah. in the hands of the offense which is what you which is all you want to you ask of him right now to to have them roll along along and win games but as usual Karake was all over the field sexy Dexy did some some damage and like again Nacho, Nacho got You know, everybody on the defense was, was working, man. This might be the biggest difference, I think, from the, the early weeks too because, yes, you played tougher teams in the earlier weeks, but the defense was completely flat. And the thing that I like kind of want to come back to is why I talked about the Giants kind of finishing on plays. I felt like they weren't finishing on tackles. I felt like the offensive players weren't getting separation and getting yards after the catch. The fanta- They were fantastic at that today. Uh, I felt like the running backs – weren't really running downhill and like hitting the defensive players. And I thought that that was something that was really different. And that might, again, come back to the the coaching that they had this week and the difference with Dayball running the offense. And probably do you think, do you think he had something to do with the defense and the changes that were made there this week as well? Or is that just kind of rolling into what, what momentum they've been building over the last couple of weeks, especially last week against Buffalo?
0: Well, I, I don't necessarily know. Um, it, it is possible that, you know, again, Brian Dable, this is one of the reasons we won Coach of the Year last year, is that he doesn't generally like to sit on his ass and just wait and see what happens, even though it's kind of felt like that in the beginning of the season for me. Um, the, uh, you know, in that Cardinals game, it was very, it's no secret that he took over the play calling in the second half. There's plenty of evidence of of him calling plays and cameras directly on Mike Kafka at the same time the plays are being called, and Mike Kafka not moving his lips at all plenty of evidence there that that Debo, as much as he'll say that he didn't um he took over the play calling and you know but we saw this first half looked a lot like that second half of the cardinals game um and it looked like a lot of last season which uh, again like when when i had told you off air that that i thought that uh that this looked like the the giants team of last year it's they looked like a giants team that just didn't have anything to lose but everything approved you know um, they, they didn't like, they didn't care about like taking risks. They didn't care about fighting hard. They didn't care about trying as hard as they can to finish because it, it just looked like a team that I need to prove it, but I also got nothing to lose. That's what it, that, and, and I think the key factor there is Dabo because that seems to be in his personality too. You know, it's why he likes to go, um, go for it on fourth down really early in the game in some odd places and stuff. It's like, it's why he likes to call deep down plays and stuff, um, because he trusts his players. Uh and and he's willing to take those risks, where I feel like Kafka really isn't. I think Kafka wants to kind of create a little bit of a uh um a conditioning effect of the opponents to then try to outsmart them in certain areas. But I don't think that Kafka is the kind of guy that's just gonna be like, you know what, yes. you know, screw it, throw it all, all the way down the field, screw it, make this fake uh quarterback uh, design run, picture right here to, to Barkley, little things like that, you know what I mean. Um, I think that that feels more Dable-ish, and 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 so if if Dable decided, you know what, it's it's week six, everything is going bad. I need to take things into my own hands. I can see Dable having had had a hand in in, uh, in 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 the defense as well. Maybe maybe this all started with. Dable going to wink and going onto the defense and trying to, like, kind of, hey, let's clean this up, such and such. And now that the defense is starting to clean up, now Dable's like, you know what? Let me go over here to the offensive side. Let me start cleaning that up. Well, now the next thing that he needs to do is clean up the freaking special teams because that's the one part of of the game today that was still horrendous. Dropping passes, making terrible decisions, fair play, fair catch calls by Slayton, right? I believe it was Slayton who came in for Gray. Who left Sheppard. Sheppard, huh? right? Shepherd? Shepherd, right? Thurden Shepard, yes. Thurden Shepard came in, in for great. Um, um, fair catch and call, which, and then which is interesting. That he happened to he happened to get an injury uh, when he was playing so terribly. You know, I had said that like, man, I hope they set him down, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, he has a hamstring injury, um, or calf strain, or whatever it is. Free high. Uh, yeah. I
1: got to say, man, put him out there. Maybe I don't know if he can't f- fucking fair catch or what, or if he can't catch a a punt or what, but. Give the man some reps. He's got some speed. and you're Like he's a better option than anybody. As else. far as Shepherd I goes, I feel like as far as the as the punt returner, like right. I don't think Shepherd is the answer either. I think you you want to try
0: Hyatt. But well, I guess, I
1: mean, like, the thing is, honestly, give it a shot.
0: To go on play. I, I believe it's on record. hodgins and Shepherd both don't want to play special teams. They just don't. You know, Shepherd wants to stay. You know, a receiver and, and Hodgins wants to stay a receiver as I mean, well. They they gray. Gray. I think has already to go into that position and they don't want to play it. Um, I don't know if it's confidence in playing the position. I don't know if it's like a career thing, they just don't want to be, you know, typecast as special teams punt returner and stuff. Um, But you know, it's 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 the role that's got to be played. And if you guys want to, if you're a team player, you want to win, then you got to do these things. But you got to catch the freaking ball, man. You can't make decisions like Shepard. He calls for a, a free a, a, a fair catch, Uh, and then just looks at the ball bounce on the floor. Like, what are you doing, man? You um, like a fly ball that like hit the floor, basically. Man. Yeah. Like so a, like so so some of those we, there are still a lot of mistakes, and that points to the second half. Um, I don't necessarily know. What happened if it, it – I don't know if it's coaching or maybe, you know, like the Fander's like credit to them. They came out of the second half looking to take advantage of our mistakes, and we made plenty. And so – I think the so team slowed down a little bit in the third quarter. We slowed down. A bit, Which is interesting that we slowed down since we got the ball coming out of the half. We go into the half with this tremendous lead, and then we come out, and we it, immediately, I believe, we fumbled it, right? We fumbled it, and – uh was it a fumble or interception? I don't remember. I think it was a fumble. It wasn't an interception. No, yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't throw your interceptions today. Yeah, two, huh? two touchdowns. So it Fire was a fumble, there, was a fumble by yards. Barkley.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, 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 no. Sorry. No. Out of it, it, was the um let's see here. It was it was the uh sorry, sorry, let the video to It videotape. was the uh, it was the it was the dropped catch. It was a dropped punt return. It was a fumble by, by Barkley.
1: Huh? It was a fumble. There was a fumble by Barkley. I think that I was, think a, it was at that point. It was a
0: drop punt return by by Shepard that Washington ended up uh, uh, uh was recovering, the, and they ended up scoring on that. That's when they the scored right seven on the and short then field. We had like a bunch of little mistakes here and there. Barkley uh, fumbled it. Although really Barkley, I mean, what was he supposed to do? He it was a tough position. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody's gonna like really bark on him like that, but. But, yeah, we had a lot of mistakes in the second half, and thankfully we, we were able to hold through and, and win the game. Uh, I do think that the biggest factor in this game was the coaching. The biggest factor in this game and the biggest change in this game was the coaching. Well,
1: okay, so looking ahead, y'all have us next week. Well, You know what? Let's save that for the bottom of the hour, actually. Let's say that prediction. Yeah, yeah, me. we'll talk about the Jets. And, um, I mean, we're talking about the Jets right now, now right? right? Yes. After I think you, ha- I
0: think you had a, a couple a couple little – a bit since it's the bye week. We're doing the bye week report, right? We're kind of, you know, like meeting to see where exactly we were preseason, our predictions, our thoughts, our takes. Um, uh, right. So I'm I'm yeah. interested to see what you got over there for All uh right. for my take.
1: So my, my favorite thing here, I guess. Well, I mean, I don't want to say that these were bad hot takes, but these are clearly wrong hot takes now that we got to this point in the season. Rub. Um I think that the one that y'all kind of scoffed at that I had some confidence in, just like the Steelers kind of not being good this year was the Cowboys uh, kind of being a bit of a mess. And I think that the, th- the very specific thing that I said was uh, New York's going to dominate the Cowboys in the first two weeks of the season and start their downward spiral uh, in <laughs> oh, you beating them in week one. And us beating them in week two, so that was my hot take. That was like really, really far off. The Cowboys again sit at four and two
0: right now. Um, I, mean, I think forty you know, That was we, we. were we were far off. So we were very, very far off from doing anything to them. I'm still I'm still in shock that that game happened that way. Uh, when I, I thought think it was going to be closer,
1: it. yeah. Yeah. I think what, what did I even say like now we're not gonna really get into the, our predictions but I think that I had said you think we all said no I was the only one that said that y'all were gonna no 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 we all said yeah we're gonna win we're gonna beat Dallas I'm not gonna go into any other predictions beyond that but yeah I'm gonna I'm, <laughs> we all said that 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 was gonna be a win for the Giants and we were wrong and I guess that was our our collective hot take um right. So okay, I was definitely wrong on that one. The one that I think was an interesting one was uh this is more related to the Jets and the the end of the season, but you're talking about the last 7 games you gave us some some favorable results and you said yeah, that there would be a lot of
0: favorable results. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah. You
1: you predicted, well, we'll we'll talk about it in a second, but you predicted that there would be nothing to talk about, I quote with in regards to Cleveland, Atlanta, you were kind of correct there, but nothing to talk about in regards to Cleveland, Atlanta, Houston, you were right about Houston or Miami in those last few games of the season, which I think is a bit of a hot take because Cleveland is on a historic run defensively and Miami is on a historic run offensively. So again, not a terrible hot take. But clearly so far kind of wrong. Wait, so, so you're my,
0: correct with Atlanta. No, no, Dude, we we we've got a long, we still got a lot of games to go, man. We still just got just early one, in the season. We still got we still got eleven more games. I still hope Dallas collapses by the end of the season. Look, maybe New England goes on a run. Maybe New well, England, gonna, England is the one that, that 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 I'm wrong about. We're gonna and revisit these again the when bounce, bounce, it's like you know by like, week. <laughs> if you look at the very end, if you look at the very end, uh with the exception of Miami. I think uh I think that Houston I think Washington is just gonna end up spiraling out. I think that this is the beginning of the end for Washington well Cleveland um, is the other one though huh? Cleveland is the other one though it was right right, right right no I know I'm just Houston. going down the list real quick um oh, I think, right, right. I, when it comes to before we get it because you guys got Washington then Cleveland then the Patriots mm-hmm. um Miami I think is probably gonna be yeah I don't know uh, the way that Miami is playing it's freaking insane but with washington i think the commanders are gonna spiral out they looked so bad today i mean they looked like the giants in daniel jones last two games you know uh a terrible o-line they went they Success. went seven punt returns straight um only had only had uh two first two uh first downs uh in in like the first three quarters i believe uh it was just they were playing so so bad i think that uh Sam Howell had something like like it was, he had, he was sacked five times and he had five catches. That's it. You know, five completed passes um, for 48, 45 yards or something like that, 48 yards. Probably in the first half or something that like that. That right? was horrendous. It was bad. Um, So, so I, I think, I think that the commanders might end up spiraling out, um, going down. So at the end of the season, you guys have Washington, Cleveland, New England. Again, the Browns, we don't know. I mean, the Browns, the Browns are eking out a lot of wins. They did you know? just barely beat oh lord who they
1: just barely beat like they um, 30 minutes ago uh, they just barely uh, beat the colts, you know, the the colts? colts the, yeah they just barely yeah, beat the colts like um, gardner gardner minshu had the game of his life basically today against the against the best yeah, defense so, in the nfl
0: so i don't know if that's too much of a hot take we we got a lot of we got a lot of games to go before before we say it was a hot take Early season, that's all I'm saying. Early season hot takes,
1: like I said, I hope that Dallas loses every single fucking game from here on out. I hope Cleveland doesn't really show anything, so that when the Jets play them later in the season, we can whoop their ass. And yeah, I hope Miami like starts to fall apart in some way, shape, or form. I hope it's not through injuries. I hope it's through well. Some well, other and, well way. Miami they have lost to a Chan, a uh, Chan though. Pretty-
0: Miami might be so close already to you know, my it's probably gonna already clinch a playoff berth at that point that you guys Five face that they might play a little bit more lackadaisical uh, in in that game, right? They're not in
1: your division. We, we so. play them Miami. Miami is 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 our division right? We're playing them twice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, They're in yeah. your division. Oh yeah, when remember we were... them twice. Miami, Buffalo, and New England are are the ones that we're getting twice this season. We. We played Miami twice in the last seven seven weeks, so that's going to be an an, an interesting, an well, interesting I, test of your mind. hot Miami take. Miami is definitely going to bring the house down on you guys. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's going to be an interesting test of your hot take. I mean, at least that part, you're you're probably way off in your early season predictions. The others are still kind of like
0: remains. I'll make another. Seen. I'll make. I'll, I'm going to get exposed by Buffalo right now. I'm going to say. I'm going to say that in that that in those last five games, in those last six games, the last six games of the season, I am still gonna stand corrected. I mean not corrected. You I'm still gonna, still gonna stand say, correct. I'm still gonna stand correct. All right, let's talk
1: about like real quick what we what we predicted, what what what's happened so far, actually, and then what we predicted. Um for the Jets in Week One, we both predicted it would be a win. We all predicted it would be a win. Walt did as well. I'll include him in this. Keep record. in mind, we
0: also all predicted it or didn't. It, this is all taken into account with that Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers is playing. So, with
1: Aaron Rodgers in there, but we'll still stand by what we said early in the season, right? Because we're, yeah. we're we're saying that we're going to be that accurate. Week two, we were all wrong because the the Dallas Cowboys beat the Jets, yeah, beat them pretty handily. Uh week 3 you were the only one that got it right you said that we were yeah, looseing the, the patriots believe that Belichick has the curse exists
0: the he curse. Hates, and you know what's funny actually Young we do want to talk about this but there's rumors that Belichick wants to come to the giants what you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about when Walt i think gets here because i think that well, I it, really it, it's really want I, I know that. That we're on the jet segment right now but it's like a hot rumor going on right now like there's a there's a chance mm. and idea that that the Pats are looking to possibly move on from Belichick and Belichick the loves the Giants. That's what? like on record that he loves the Giants. There's it's the only team that he is emotional about. Like he's he's actually cried talking about the Giants and how great of an organization the Giants. But wait a are. minute. Is it because y'all beat him? Is he no, <sighs> it's because he he won two Super Bowls with us. Oh, he was on. He was on your coaching staff. Yeah, right? he was. He was defensive coordinator for uh Parcells. Oh, okay. So he won
1: that one in the eighties and uh. He won
0: two two Super Bowls with the, the
1: Giants. Early nineties, right? He actually the other wanted one? to
0: stay with the Giants before he went to New England. Um, um or made his okay and stuff. But yeah, like I think that he might want to end hmm. his career. The Crafts. It sounds like they're looking to uh to possibly you know kind of clean you know clean slate the Patriots and stuff. Um and it would just be really funny if he was here. I really don't want him here. The idea is if Dable has such a bad season that they might consider bringing Belichick in. D'Abel, if Dable is not on the hot seat, I don't think Dable will be. In the I hot don't game. think Dable is. I think Unless that you no literally run the November. table, but it's and lose every other it's game. Funny that there's that there seems to be steam on this little rumor going on. I mean,
1: I don't, the only thing that, that's really funny to me, like I think this rumor is is a little bit ridiculous. I don't think it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen for your for y'all's sake. But there's like a like a weird like Thanos feeling like he has to lose and like his subconscious kind of thing going on here with him losing to the Giants twice and only losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. What's going on there? I'm I'm curious about that one. Like I'm
0: not necessarily saying this is a question. It's more like uh, I mean, it's possible, you know, maybe, maybe his own maybe his own subconscious bias and love for the Giants let him lay down for them a little bit. <laughs> He's like, I gotta let
1: y'all win some Super Bowls because yeah, I want right? to get emotional. That's the only other yeah, team I get emotional who about knew, winning. Who Super knew, Bowls. knew that Bill Belichick really
0: four Super Bowls with the Giants and yours? Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right,
1: all right. So yes, I had
0: said I had said a loss for New England, a a loss against New England, because uh, I believe that New England Bill Belichick has your has your number forever till the day he dies. Yeah, Buffalo's number today. He He hates young quarterbacks'
1: numbers. Generally, he has young quarterbacks'
0: numbers. Generally, very specifically the Jets, very specifically the Jets. He hates the Jets with a passion. Well, yeah, I mean, very well noted. As much as he he loves the Giants. You know what? It's like he's a real life Giants fan. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: that's why. Yeah, it's a little bit strange his entire relationship with the Giants that I I was not aware of. That to be perfectly honest. I,
0: real quick, just put it to you. Remember when Dable got hired? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, who's the first person to congratulate Dable? I didn't know. It, it, Bill Belichick.
1: I didn't know that it was Bill, Bill Belichick. Yeah,
0: Bill Belichick. Tested Coming from the Brian Bills too, right? As the offensive just, uh, coordinator. Bill Belichick texted Brian Dable, hey, congrats, I heard you got the job. Before Dable even really like got the job. Oh, wasn't that That was
1: part of the whole controversy of him getting right, hired. Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: And why did that we happen? We talked about that. Yeah. It's because Mara, who loves Belichick, consulted with Belichick about Dable and hiring him. And so then Belichick was the one that told, uh, I mean, Mara was the one that told, Belichick, hey, I'm gonna hire Brian, and then Belichick texted the wrong Brian. That's where all that came from. But it all originated from how close Belichick's relationship is with Mara and the Giants organization.
1: Yeah, that's that's something that we're we're gonna explore in some more detail, I think, as the season goes on. But let, let's continue on with our like early season predictions. And look, when we'll get into like a little bit of bye week stuff and like move right the hell on to like our quick prediction with the Giants and Jets game coming up. Uh, after this bye week uh, with the KC game, we all predicted a loss and we were all correct on that one. But we did we all, all say almost, almost wrong. We did all say, though, that that was going to be a, a, a show me game for the Jets and a game that would really. Well, you you said, I think the Buffalo game was the most important game. And it was Walt and I said it was the most important game early on. Uh, the KC game was the most important game early on. And the Jets managed to see it. Almost get a win there and show that they had some some competitive fire. We all predicted a win against Denver. I mean, come on. <laughs> and I think yeah. See, you actually had the best record early on because you predicted yeah, that. Did you guys against, did you guys have a, a win against Eagles. Philly? No, I we was the not. only. One
0: that, I think I was the only
1: one that had a win against Philly. We did not. No, we we also believed that 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 was going to be a loss. So I think you had the. Even though we both all predicted the Jets would be four and two at this point in the season, and they're now three and three, we're not far that far off there. Yeah, in terms of actually predicting wins and losses, you were were had the best record in terms of predicting how these games would go early in the season.
0: So yeah, well, I can't wait to hear about like uh, my Giants hot take and my Giants prediction when it comes to the Giants bye week.
1: Yeah, when we get to the Giants bye week, we'll talk about all that. I went over our
0: I actually have those hot takes
1: ready to go. I think a couple of them I'm going to have to like revise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that. That's going to be a fun episode also, hopefully with the Giants having won some more fucking games the next couple of weeks. But then we get to the yeah, bye. What do we think is going to happen next week?
0: next week do we still stand on what we said three and five team? baby three and five that's all i need i need to get to three and five we're gonna get there we're gonna be we're, we're gonna be right back in the season watch do you really do you still believe that the that the giants can pull it off though with
1: things having changed the way that they have for both teams? With the jets for both teams both teams the giants can pull it off and beat the jets right because that's we're gonna we're gonna see what's we're gonna talk about what's
0: gonna happen with that next week right um right you think that? Yeah, gonna I work? absolutely do think that the Giants are still going to beat the Jets. There's, in no question in my mind, especially because we're getting. You said that you thought getting, you said the Jets were going to be the Giants in your preseason prediction. Oh, but that's different. That's with a Rod. It's a little bit different. No, I understand, but so you're changing your you're changing your oh, answer. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. You meant like oh yeah, no, I, I understand that. And I remember, I do remember that I said like, hey, I'm going to give you guys a bone, with you guys have literally no reason to lose to the Giants. Mm-hmm. That was when you had a Rod. In my opinion, like you didn't even need the coaching, you had a player coach. In my opinion, you had the defense, you had the weapons, Mm -hmm. you had everything. In my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give you guys a bone, I'll let you. You guys are gonna take this one. Uh, but things are very different now. So, what is what
1: is what do you think will happen if Tyrod Taylor plays the Jets next week versus if Daniel Jones plays the Jets? next week I will think there be a big difference in the win do you think that they'll both be wins regardless well, of who this what position
0: think, i think that when it comes down to the jets and giants especially when you don't have a rod that there's gonna be a coaching battle and i think that i think that the different that what it is is that dable is gonna outcoach salah that is the reason that Offense, I think out coaching offensive coach out out coaching defensive coach in this game yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I just think that like we're going to outcoach him. I think that I think that we probably I think that while you guys have better defensive talent, mm-hmm. I think that Zach will not do very well if he sees the wing pressure that we saw today. Not only did Wink bring a lot of pressure, which he normally does—it's what he's known for—but he's also mixing it up between between uh, zone and man-to-man coverage. Whereas it, early on the season, a lot of it—I I don't know what the stats are—but it felt like eighty percent of every single coverage was all, you know, blitz package with man-to-man, um, and and we would just get beat out in every single one of those. Those uh those positions and this game today we had we had zone packages that looked like man to man man to man packages that were really zone and all of a sudden like you know Sam Howell offense you know players that all they just don't know what's what's coming and next thing you know it's blitz pressure coming um, so I think that like if if wink if wink brings to you guys that kind of pressure next week I think that Zach will break um, or can break let me say can break I don't want to say will. Okay, I don't want to have it a foregone. He's been playing better under pressure than he has early in the season. In in, in fairness, I, I, there he so, yeah. definitely has. He's definitely making much better decisions. But I think that as it goes on, uh, you know, four quarters of pressure like that, I think will will be a little bit tough. Um, I do think that our corners and our secondary is doing much much better. We're tackling better now, so we we can risk putting putting out there more pressure because we could trust the backfield a little bit more. Um, you know, Garrett Wilson is always going to be a problem for sure. But again, that being said, I really think that, like me. Wink is going to bring, I guarantee you Wink is going to bring super hard, super fast pressure really, really early <coughs> on, kind of scares Zach Sorry. Wilson a little bit into making some bad decisions. Um, and he's just going to like hit that in waves, uh, just kind of keep Zach Wilson in check. Um, and so that when it comes to that, then after that, I think that Salah will end up being out coached. Um, by by, by Dable and and team. As long as Dable is still maintaining control of the offense and maybe just general control of what's happening in the on, on the uh during the week of practice, you know, it's possible that maybe during the week of practice he's trying to be a little bit more of a hands-off manager. Like, hey Kafka, you prepare the offense, and Wink, you prepare the defense, and then report back to me. That's honestly kind of what it felt like. Um, but him getting directly involved with the players and getting directly involved with the practice, hearing that he's getting directly involved means that he wasn't directly involved before, you know. I think it was. You um, can say the, the same
1: for Salah though with the Jets in terms of like, at least getting getting uh, Hackett to to make some changes in the play calling to be more Zach friendly, <laughs> and the defense has been. here. Here's the thing that I think is going to be the difference. Like so. Mm-hmm. I have less confidence than I did earlier in the season that we would beat y'all, but I still think we're going to win this game. And here's why. Um, The defense has been getting better each and every game this year so far. The problem that y'all have is you have two things that are a little bit of a weakness for us in terms of your offensive weapons, which is a good tight end and a good running back. The problem that y'all have is you still don't have anybody that's stood out in terms of wide receivers. The closest thing you have is Wandale Robinson. He's the only person on the team who has had games of five receptions or more besides Parrish Campbell, who's had one game with six receptions. Everybody else has had four or less, mainly three or less, for the entire season. The wide receivers are not involved in this game at all. So I don't Uh, think that that offense is going to be able to get going because we're going to be able to stack onto Barkley and stack onto Waller. The the well, other difference, I think, is we're going to have a Brees Hall that's a week healthier. And Brees Hall is has been tearing up defenses no matter who the hell they are. I don't think y'all are going to be able to stop Brees Hall. I think he's going to be the biggest problem. I think the Jets are actually going to go run, run, pass more this week. And they should uh, against the Giants. I
0: think those things are
1: gonna make the difference, and I think we still might pull
0: out the win. Well, that's funny that you say that because I would prefer a run run pass because I think that our front line, our, 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 our primary defense is our best bet. You know, you want to send running right to into all that pressure, go ahead. Okay, you're gonna to have to switch out our a a little bit though because you have a, your weapons, especially you know, with two two. out there. Um, but uh but yeah, bring on that run run pass. And then the other issue
1: y'all have too is like we still got Garrett Wilson. Y'all don't have a weapon like that. I mean, it's I it's, mean it also I guess, remains Wolf, to be seen. Like I think Hyatt the other didn't thing, look like a Garrett Wilson today. What's he that? made some
0: incredible catches today. Hyatt had two catches though. Like, yeah, but those two catches were incredible, they weren't easy catches. He didn't look like Garrett Wilson though.
1: I don't I don't think we can say that yet. I mean, Hyatt Hyatt hasn't had a game, I think, this season where he's had more than two catches. And I'm like, we'll give you this much. The games that he's played have been, in terms of impact, the, the biggest out of the wide receivers. You think he's the only wide receiver that's had a game with more than 80 yards receiving or more than 70 yards receiving. I I still don't think that that's going to be an issue, though, because all of our cornerbacks are playing at a, a Pro Bowl level. So if we can stack on Waller, if we can stop Barkley, which has been our biggest problem, I think that it's going to be a bit of an issue for y'all to actually take the win against us next week. Next week. We'll see. I'll and see. The, rest I, I, is, I, the rest is a thing, too. The rest is a thing, too. Y'all y'all have been
0: playing some some hard-ass games for the last few weeks, especially that defense. That's funny that you say that because I actually think that we haven't played some hard-ass games. We've had a couple oh, – sorry. This is our weekly uh, interruption by Hina. Hina, Hina. Yeah. All right, say hello.
1: What do you think is going to happen, Hina? Who's going to win the game? Right.
0: How can hand. we even like decipher oh. what Hina wants to say? <laughs> so, so yeah, rest is going to be a factor, but here it can also be a negative factor for you guys. Remember, coming out of a bye week is tough. Sure, some of you guys are going to heal up, but that momentum that you guys got and that you guys carried in goes away with a bye week often. OK, you come back just a little bit rustier. And that's, again, where I think that week Martindale pressure is going to come at you and it's going to kind of shock, shock Wilson a little bit. Um, and my opinion, I think it, it, it might be the difference maker. So even though even though we're coming off of a, you guys are coming off of bye week rested and we're maybe going in a little bit banged up. I think that we are actually, with the exception of DJ, the, the healthiest that we have been after that Cowboys game. Okay, we're getting some of our players back. It's already confirmed that Andrew Thomas is gonna come and play for the in the Jets game. Um, we have we're 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 healthier pretty much in all in, in every defensive uh position. Um and we're coming off of a win, a much needed one, one that we've been like striving for and starved for. Not only that, but we've been starved for even a 1st time touchdown, and we got a first first half touchdown uh offensive touchdown and we got two so we're coming off of like the biggest high that we could possibly come off of this season is it bigger than than beating the eagles for the first time ever though like I mean, again the celebration is over once you have a bye week what are you going to do like you're going to celebrate two weekends in a row no well, let's let's um let me l- make this one
1: last point about what I think actually will be the biggest factor because of the rest week and then let's move on to the rest of the schedule and and finish up with what we think is going to happen with the jets or what happened with the jets I think in this bye week the biggest thing I think is going to I really want to see who comes back from injury because the one thing that we have actually most clearly as a strength over y'all is depth. So if we get it back have a lot of our, our defensive players and we have fresh bodies on that field, all game on defense, that is going to be a huge problem for the Giants, no matter who you got out there. But we'll see what happens. The The, the game has changed. You've changed the, your prediction. You think that the Jets are looking a little weak, and they are without A-Rod, and I think that they're still going to hold it out. But we'll see what happens Let's see what let's kind of like go into very quickly what we think is going to happen the rest of the season compared to what we thought would happen. Uh we had the the Chargers coming up in week 9. We all said that was going to be a win. Do we still think that's going to be a win for the Jets?
0: Um I think so because I think Herbert is extremely overrated. He's hurt too. Uh and he's injured right now too he's dealing with an injury on uh, he has a broken finger but it's on his non-throwing hand and the uh the idea is that he's just going to continue playing through so but i think that uh herbert even before the broken finger that he has on that hand he's been looking not that great um for the amount of hype that he's gotten this season Uh, not so much still solid
1: but not as good as he has been yeah so raiders I think that they will win that game as well uh the Raiders <laughs> the Raiders are are also looking a little bit rough I am, they're a little banged up I think that that's another game that we will still win I think that that we predicted that would win that game all of us including sure. Walt I think that that'll still be a win what do you think
0: yeah same same
1: okay we can like run through this list real quick it's I, right. I, I'm pretty Buffalo. We all said that was going to be a loss. I, I am actually going to change
0: this to a win because really, I think, you think that they're going to come in? And you think that uh, that's one thing that I think that Josh Allen likes to punch back. Dang. I think he likes to punch back, but we have
1: beat him three times in a row now. We beat them twice last season, and the way that it goes with Buffalo these last few seasons, it's they beat us like four or five times in a row, and we beat them like four or five times in a I'm row. I'm going to be the fourth one in a row, so I'm going to stick with or I'm going to change that to a win. Um, let me, let me make a, a note of that here. <laughs> um, Miami, I thought that they would lose that game. Uh, you think that they're going to win that game. And so did Walt. I think that they're going to win that game. Yeah, he's thinking they're still going to win that game. Okay. I think they're still going to lose that game. So I'm going to stick with my original prediction. Uh, then you got Atlanta. I thought that they were going to win that game. You think that they're Same. still going to win that game yep. as before? Walt also Same. thought that they're going to win that game. Houston, I think that they're going to win that game. I thought that they would. You thought that they would. Do you still yeah. think that they will? Yeah, i win. Walt also thought they would win that game. Then we have the, the final game of the season against Miami. You think they're going to run the table against Miami according to the, the schedule here. Do you still think we're going to beat yes. Miami
0: Yes, actually. So, so I do need to mend it a little bit. I thought that they were going to run the table. I think that they're going to win the first game. But I mm-hmm. do think that they're that they're probably gonna lose the second game. I think that they're gonna they're gonna win one out of the two games against Miami. And I would have to bet that it'll be the first game, the one where Miami won't be ready for this defense um and an offense that's just looking a little better every week, that they're gonna come in kind of maybe under underestimating that. But the second game is where they're probably gonna they're probably gonna look at it like the way that I think the Bills are gonna look at it as mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills are gonna look at it as like, well, we underestimated them in the first game. We gotta make sure that we don't lose it and lose it two times in a row. So I think that that's probably what's gonna happen. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna win the first game against the Dolphins. They're gonna lose the second game against the Dolphins. But then the rest of the way, I think it's a win-win-win. You
1: think so? I think they're gonna actually win this game against the Dolphins. I kind of swap how I feel mm-hmm. about that. I guess I think A Chan is out for the season. I guess I would have to like check that again to really understand what's really? going to happen here. But I also have them winning out the rest of the season against Washington, Cleveland, and New England in my early season predictions. I am going to stick with that and say that Same. they're actually going to beat them to uh, close out the season. Walt actually thought that they would lose to Miami in that second game, the same way that I did, and he did also agree that they would win out in their last three games. Yeah. We're all in agreement yeah. there. That's what we think is going to happen for the rest of the season with the Jets. So, I guess uh, let's talk a little bit about just uh, the one move that the Jets made this this week. They got rid of Miko Hardman. We were wondering why he only got 28 snaps this season. We're not going to wonder anymore. He went back to the Chiefs. Uh, we also did a late round pick swap. I think we swapped a seventh-round pick of ours for a sixth-round pick of theirs. So that was one big move that the Jets made this week. Um, and yeah, it made sense. You know, I mean, like
0: you—you you heard reports, of not uh, of Harman not um, not really gelling with the uh the offense. Um, not not really. Um, you know, there were there were there were some some words or rumors i guess you want to say out there of having a lot of uh like clashes in 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 meetings and clashes with uh on the offense on the practice field and stuff with the coaching and all so it was just kind of clear that like with the way the hack it was going to run the offense that hartman was just not this doesn't seem to be working there and so um so I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. It's it's what would have made sense. There's no other reason not to play someone unless they've done something out of a game to make you not want to play him. You know, and he hasn't had any controversies out in the street. He didn't, uh, you know, you know, uh, do any get arrested or anything like that. So what else could it be? The only thing that it could be is something happening during practice.
1: The only the only uh, thing I want to see, hopefully, that comes out of this is maybe Gibson gets more snaps because I don't necessarily want to see you know, Cobb make up the admittedly small amount of snaps that Hardman got. But I guess we'll see. So, yeah, yeah. that's it. The Jets-Giants game is coming up this week. Um, I believe we are three-point favorites, and it is a 35-and-a-half over-under for this game, the lowest of the season, I think, other than our game for versus the Patriots. So you know this one's going
0: to be a fire-ass game, man. We're looking forward to this one. Now, I mean, all it's going to It's going to be fun. Though, it's gonna be fun. Dude, you have no idea. I know we are about to close, but you have no idea how much money I just put left on the table yesterday. Last money you left on the table a parlay. I was gonna I was gonna play a parlay. I was uh-huh. gonna put a hundred bucks mm-hmm. on a parlay for the giants to win, for the Patriots mm-hmm. to win, mm-hmm. and for the Bears to win, just along a with uh on. there was a fourth team that also mm-hmm. uh uh just uh, that won today um that wasn't expected. Um that was also, I believe, an upset. But the, the Ravens, payout, huh? Maybe the Ravens. The Ravens beat the hell no, out of the Lions. I what it was, but it was a fourteen parlay. I know Broncos. that whole I just decided not to because I lost fifty bucks on the Volk fight, and I was like, you know what? I already lost my my betting money for this weekend. I'm not going to bet anything. I would have. Uh, I would have. I would have been like sixteen hundred dollars, or how much? Fifty seven hundred. Yeah, I, that that was a a big parlay because those were all like yeah i was just looking i was right? just looking at like yo because in my mind I was like hmm i wonder what i'll get if i just do giants money line tomorrow even though they're underdogs and then i was like well let me do all the ridiculous money lines <laughs> like the patriots really the, the the main thing that took me out of it was like i had no trust in mac jones beating the bills no trial like ah. like i was going to do it and then i thought about mac jones and josh allen And I should have freaking trusted my gut because I really don't think that Josh Allen is as great as people think that he is. Matt
1: Jones had a game today, too. Okay, all right. Let's just close on this very, very final thought. You definitely think that the Giants are going to cover the spread and win the over-under, probably being 35-and-a-half. Do you think that it will be an over or an under for this
0: Giants-Jets game? I think it's going to be under. I agree. Only because if the Jets win, it's going to be because it's going to be because our offense gets shut down and maybe you guys end up running away on the offensive side. But if we shut you guys down, then it's just going to end up being a a, a low scoring game. I think it'll end up being like 1714 or, you know, because it's what's what's
1: what's the over under it's not actually confirmed yet but it's a 35 and a half it was 35 and a half against the patriots and the the averages are are basically the same in terms of offense yeah so then, then I, would, I, would, I would i
0: would probably yeah. say i would probably say the under on that one just because it'll either be 17-10 or 17-14 giants <laughs> it's going to be a close one
1: All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us to the end of the podcast. Thanks for joining us on the Blue versus Green show. I want to remind y'all before we go to like, rate, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed this podcast. I imagine if you made it this far that you did enjoy this podcast. Thanks very much, y'all. And I guess there's nothing
0: left to say other than go Giants. No, I say go Giants because I can't say. We're we're facing each other next week. I can't say go yet. So now I'm gonna, we're going to face each other.
1: All right. All right, y'all. So I'm going to point at you and you're going to say, go Giants. I'll just and say I'm it right now. You know what? what? Go Giants. And go Jets. Peace out, y'all. Don't, don't forget to hit the notify. Do it.